Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. Hey, I'm Frank Mills, and thank you again so much for joining us for another episode today. We've got a great show for you and uh, some really interesting fan questions, so I'm really excited to get started. Today, what we're talking about is how to keep motivation high for training. We kind of touched on this last week a little bit, so I'm glad we're continuing that because, you know, that whole mental toughness thing is important. And also, like I said, we have our NSP fan questions and topics that we'll touch on later in the show. So that being said, Armin, let's get started. I assume, as I had said, that this uh, topic was from the comments and the things that we talked about last week about mindset, correct? Yeah, and I thought it was a really great comment to to work with. And so, um, you know, to me... uh, there are, there are a lot of distractions that that come along with ups and downs when it comes to your training and it can make or break it. So I thought, you know, this is a good topic to, you know, look to, to review and see where people are and give them some hopefully good, some good takeaways. Well, you know, I, I guess the thing that I, I thought about too is, is, you know, a lot of people start and then they quit and, and they normally quit because they don't see uh, the results, but the other part of it is when you work out, you get sore. It, I mean, it's painful, right? I mean, you, <laughs> well, it can be, yeah, right, right. So, yeah. a lot of people, when you put those things together and they do their first couple of workouts, they go, "Oh, this sucks." I, I you know, I, I don't want to do this. But you know, for a guy like you, now you've been training a long time. You've been doing this for forty yeah. plus years, and I'm sure you've been through things and had challenges. So. What are some of the challenges that you've dealt with, Armin? All right. Well, uh, I'm not sure we had enough time for all of it. Uh, <laughs> I've been training, right. training for 40 plus years. But right. Yeah, I've, I've had my share and <laughs> everybody's going to have them. So, but I'll say this, some of the, some of the most common obstacles that I run into for myself and then I see with my clients typically you're going to have, have time constraints. This is a big, right. One. you know, right. time is money time in time. You don't get back. So you got to be real efficient with your time. That's a big one. Uh, so you got to keep, keep that in mind as, as you're going to do things. Uh, then you're, you're dealing with setbacks. So let's say you, you get sick or you get injured. You know, these are, these are not fun. When you get sick, you know, you may not be able to train for a week or two weeks, depending on how, how bad it is or even longer. And then you got to be faced with, oh, I got to start all over again. And the, right. the, the reality of I might be getting really sore again. So that's always a challenge. And then the injury thing is a whole nother can of worms because you don't know how bad that is. And then you got to have a strategy on how you're going to rehab the injury. So we're going to talk about some of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, like you mentioned before, is you just don't see enough results. Um, and <laughs> that's, that's going to be based on your expectations. And some people have high expectations, uh, you know, and I've had those too. You have to kind of buffer those because you're going to get disappointed <laughs> depending on, you know, how well things are working for you. 
All right. And then another one is uh, you're not getting the proper recovery. You know, you're not getting enough nutrition or sleep. And that starts to affect, you know, the mental game, how you feel. And you're going in there with low energy or something that makes it pretty tough. So that's another mm-hmm. one. It's in the yet tough training environments. And that's a nonstop issue as well. So whether that's uh, you're training at a busy gym, which is always a headache because, you know, you, you have an agenda, what you want to do, but then somebody gets on a piece of equipment and they just park it on that piece of equipment that you were planning on using. Mm-hmm. So then you got you, you to be able to work around that, but that's always a, a headache. And then, you know, if you're training at home, you got issues with that, you know, getting interrupted a lot. And then, you know, for people who travel, uh, that's a, that's a real headache because you, you have a lot of uncertainty about what equipment you're going to have, where you're mm-hmm. going to be. So that's a can of worms. Uh, having the right kind of support. You know, if you're hanging around with people that don't really care about you training and they're continually trying to talk you out of training or they're making you feel bad because you're not taking time out for them and things like that, that's a real headache. And I've been mm-hmm. through that too. And it, it always kind of amazed me how, how people would, I thought, would they're, they're thinking you're being selfish. But I think, you know, no, really, you're being selfish because this is a short period of time. So that's another one we can elaborate on. Uh, then the other one would be, um, you know, having a stable environment. Um, you know, if you're constantly getting interrupted and, and things are getting away your training day, in your training days, it's just going to aggravate you to the point. It's like, you know, I give up. Right, so, right. And I know, I know a lot of people have been there. You've quit and you've decided, all right, I've quit. I'm no different. I've had times like, you know, hell with this. But then after a few weeks, I'm like, man, I feel horrible. <laughs> I got to I gotta get back in the gym. So right, you, you right. Have all, you're going to have these ups and downs. These are just normal. So we're going to elaborate on them and see if maybe we can uh, give some ideas that will be beneficial. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, that that's a lot of them you just named. But, you know, other than experiencing the results, you know, one thing that you and I have talked about over the years that we've been doing shows both on Frank Mills Reality Fitness and with NSP is, yeah. you know, the time constraint. Time constraint is really hard because we're busy, we're working, we got families, uh, our significant others. And, you know, it, it's hard mentally sometimes to make sure you get your workouts in and you get your training in according to plan. You know, the same with nutrition, all those other things. But, Time constraint seems to me like a real big issue. How do you deal with that, Armin? Well, that one's a constant battle. It's it's gonna it's gonna be an ongoing thing. So yeah, you got to get your mind organized to, to wrap your head around this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I need to adapt to the situation. Um, so what I found works best or works pretty well is to prioritize the time of day I'm going to train. And then kind of make that consistent so that I can, you know, it's always going to be on my mind. Uh, so maybe, you know, depending on your schedule, you may want to put on your calendar. So, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have to take a call. I'm not going to do a meeting until I get this done. So that's a strategy there. Uh, and then, you know, when I'm going to train, you know, I want to know, make sure I'm going to get it done. So I either got to pick either the mornings, the afternoons or the evenings, and I've done them all. And they can all work. So there's not, is there one better than another? Maybe a little bit, but I think you're splitting hairs because your body will adapt to the time that you're doing it. So don't get too caught up in having to train, you know, evenings only, you know, because I've done them, I've done them all and they all can work. But what I have found is um, 
to be having to have a sustainable strategy so it's more consistent and easier for you, you you need to have a mental attitude that you put in your mind. This is only going to take me 30 to 45 minutes to get this done. And then you just adjust as, as you need to in a workout. So if you, if you're finding your workouts going too long, you got to take out a few exercises or a few sets to keep it in that window and just hit it hard. And again, it, you'll still get results. Don't think, because you didn't go long in your mind long enough, you're not going to get any results. Again, what builds muscle is intensity, and it comes in a lot of different forms. It doesn't have to be duration. You can do volume. If you're going to do volume, it's going to be a lot of volume in a short window, so you're going to have less rest <laughs> if you're going to do the volume thing. And again, you'll get good results. I've done I've done this a lot of ways, and you can talk to other people about it, not just me. Uh, and then under, just understand this: if things get out of hand. And you're not going to be able to train that day. You know, you got too many things just keep coming up. It's like, okay, I'm not going to keep, because you'll stress out. I've done it. I've done this a lot. You'll start getting all stressed out. How am I going to work out? And I got all this other stuff I got to get done uh, because of how important it is. Mm-hmm. Just do what I do is this. So it's like, okay, the day is shot. I'm just going to focus on getting all this stuff done. I'm not going to worry about training. This is going to be a rest day. I'm going to focus on the, getting nutrition, get some good sleep, and I'm going to get my training tomorrow. And that's why you you, you 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 can't just do seven days a week. And it's not even mm-hmm. necessary to do seven days a week. So, you know, keep that in mind when you're putting together your mindset on how you're going to get things done during the week. Mm-hmm. You don't, if you get stressed out about it, that's not helping you. <laughs> and if you go too long, you get tired and run down, which I've done all that. You don't have any energy to do your work. Well, what fun is that? And you're not going to get any results because you're, you're, you're doing too much. So mm-hmm. just to kind of give you some insight on that. Well, you know, Armin, that's a pretty interesting topic there. So let's elaborate on that a little bit. You know, a lot of the reason, too, why people decide and fall off on their training or all these goals they set, and then they just go sideways with it. We talked about results. We've talked about preparation, all these different things. But how do we handle setbacks? You know, it's really tough because you mentally have felt like, man, I spent all this time doing this. And I didn't get my workouts in this week or, you know, I had a family event or, you know, I had something with my job and I didn't get my workouts in and you feel like you failed a little bit. So how do you handle that with your mindset when something like that happens to you? So, yeah, I did go to Tony Robbins seminar. Uh, I'll never go to another one, but you know, they, I did learn a lot. It's just, I just don't like, the rah rah yah yah kind of stuff. Yeah. I like the content, but right. I'm not going to jump up and jump around and, and do. I'm just not that kind of guy. Yeah, but I yeah. got some good content so that. So one of the key takeaways I had of, of many was you know change your mindset. Okay, so in other words, things aren't going well. So just understand right. you're going to have some setbacks. It is inevitable. Nobody has a perfect trail. Nobody does everything perfect. Okay. So what you need is a strategy to deal with those when they come up. And as you deal with more of them, you're going to have more strategy. So it's not a big deal, but you're going to just have to take and just wipe your head clean and then refresh yourself to say, okay, I've got to do things differently today. And I'm going to have to do differently in the future based on these things that come up. So, you know, with that being said, you know, one of the biggest things that I had to deal with, because I had a good mindset to make sure I got it, got it scheduled. You know, I, I figured that out pretty good, but when I, you know, when I would get sick, it was, 
it was kind of a big setback for me because I got sick a lot. Right, right. Well, when you got sick, though, I, I mean, those are things that you have dealt with. And, and you know, could could you elaborate a little bit more on, on kind of uh, maybe what you did? Yeah, so, you know, one of the things I didn't really pay attention to, which I'm kind of mad at myself about, is how to keep my immune system functioning at a high level. I just did whatever I needed to do to eat and, you know, didn't really pay attention to have probiotics, getting good quality sleep and things. Right. I was just take, I was taking those things for granted, and it, that's what cost me. And that's why, like, when I talk to people about these things, if you do them, you won't have those kind of setbacks. But right. I had a lot of them. So, you know, I would get a cold, and then that could, cold could lead to a sinus infection, which then could lead to, um, you know, getting a, 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 what do you call it, bronchitis. And that stuff takes a while to clear out. So I want to be out of whack for two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, my God. And you just feel yourself shrinking up. Because, <laughs> again, right. it's a mental game. You're like, oh, man. And so, and then, even with that, once I felt better, I had to be careful that I didn't overdo it when I came back. Because, you know, you're you're like, I got to get back into things. And you're, you're, you're wanting to just get the results back as quick as possible. So, it's real easy to overdo it again. Mm-hmm. And then, then, if you overdo it, well, then you get sick again. So, what, and but that being said, I want to say this: I don't recommend training if you feel ill or you are sick. The right. people that do that, I'm gonna be honest with you: if you're doing it, you're thinking you're getting any results from it, you're not. Okay, so right. don't kid yourself. Well, I'm gonna just get through this workout even though I'm sick. That is not helping you at right. all. So right. take the time off. Let your let your immune system boost back up. And this is we need to be patient. And that's one of the things about mindset as well. When it comes to building muscle and doing all these things, you got to have some patience. And that was another thing I had to always think about, okay? Because you're rebuilding the cells every six to eight weeks. And so it's going to take time for these cha- changes to actually show up in the mirror uh, and also with your strength. Right. So you, you right. got to understand that, okay? Um, so that's another thing that was pretty interesting that uh, I had to kind of figure out. Um, but every time I try to rush back into going into training, I, I had another setback. So once I figured that out, that helped things. But then I had to learn about allergies, and I didn't understand how to deal with allergies. So then allergies can cause sinus problems. And I was getting sinus infections every six weeks, six to eight weeks. And that, that really sucked because you got to be on an antibiotic, which was killing my gut back, gut microbiome because it's killing mm-hmm. bacteria. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you had to do you had to do probiotics or do, you know, some some uh you know, the foods that are fermented to help replenish those lost back. I didn't know that. So I was, I was in a constant battle anyway. So I didn't want to elaborate too much on that, but that's what I had to kind of deal with. And so you want to keep that in mind. Well, you went through all of that stuff and you experienced like illness and that hurt your recovery that hurt your workout. You kind of had to go backwards to go forwards again. So what did you do about that? Well, again, I just uh, had to decide, okay, how am I going to deal with this? I got to think through it. I can't continue with this process. I slowly had to find out, and that's how I eventually figured it out. I was like, okay, I had to learn about, well, why am I getting sick so much? So then I learned about probiotics. And it's like, okay, well, that'll help with my gut bacteria. So then I started experimenting. Then you got to find the right probiotics. I mean, 
it's a challenge. So, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> unless you have somebody that's got all this kind of stuff down, which I do, <laughs> right? Like right. a lot of people if they're dealing with it, you, you got to go try this, try that, and it, it it puts you to the test. But um, I was determined, uh, so I just kind of hung in there. And again, my whole training career over the last four years was far from perfect. I mean, far from perfect. Yeah. I had periods of time I had to take off. I had periods of time I just you know wasn't in, I wasn't into training. I was getting bogged down with it and I even thought about quitting. And I did quit for multiple periods of time and then came back because I knew that that wasn't going to be the answer. So, you know, there you go. <clears throat> right. Right. Well, you know, a lot of stuff that you've been able to overcome and, you know, you, you and I have talked about a lot of different things about, um, trying to build up our immune system recovery yeah, all, all of the supplementation, the nutrition, I mean, all that goes together, but you know, mm. we, we've talked about so much stuff and I know that we've educated a lot of folks with a lot of the trials and tribulations you've been through, but you know, uh, I think it's good that you're sharing this stuff and, and other people can learn from the stuff mm. you went through so they don't have to. Uh, it has been very helpful for me. A lot of the things that you've told me about, I've implemented in mm. to my life and, and I do feel better as a whole. I haven't been sick, uh, one time in four years. So it's made a difference. Yeah, pretty good. I was a guy who always got the cold, like every three months, I always got a cold mm. down for the count flu, whatever. So yeah, yeah I, I'm enjoying my quality of life much more because of a lot of the things that you have suggested. Hey, Armin, so what do you mean by tough training environments? Okay, so this one can actually be really annoying because it's it's constant interruptions. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and I know people have dealt with this. So, uh, so when the gym is so busy that you can't get any equipment you like, and then people want to talk to you while you're training because they maybe they're impressed with how you look, uh, it can really be a can of worms that just frustrates you because you want to, you're, again, your goal is to get in and out as quickly as possible. Right. You can't right. get the equipment you want, then you gotta, you have to be able to say, okay, I can't use that piece of equipment, so now I need, I need to improvise and use another piece, and hopefully it's open. So those things are aggravating, but they're a reality. So you, you just got to make the best of it. Don't stress out and get it done. Uh, another one would be like training at home. Mm -hmm. you know, the problem with training at home is, you know, it's really convenient. I get that. And you can do it anytime, but you generally going to have limited equipment. So you got to get really creative to keep your workouts, you know, fresh because when you're in a gym, you got all kinds of equipment you can kind of play with and keep changing things up. That's why I like going to a gym, but also when you're training at home, because I've done this before too, I've had all the home equipment is you get interrupted all the time. It's either a family member or somebody comes to the door your pets get in the way. I mean, it, it, it can be pretty frustrating. So you got to decide, okay, how do you want to structure that and make sure that again, that you're getting as much from it as you can. So that, that's another one. I think that people sometimes they get discouraged by because they're not getting the results they want because of all of these distractions that you're getting. Right. Um, right. And then the other one, this other one is just, I don't know how people deal with this one myself, but just travel when you have to travel for work. When you got to travel for work, you, you know, there's so many unexpected things. Are you going to be at a hotel that has any equipment? Sometimes right. you get lucky and they got a lot of equipment. 
or is it, you know, where's the closest gym and how much is that going to cost? And then right, right. how good is the gym? And is it going to be crowded? So <laughs> when you talk about your environments, you know, that you're going to be training in, that's what we're getting at. And so you, you got to have some kind of constant mindset and strategy. So you're like, okay, I, I can get it done. I just got to improvise and not get too upset about not having an optimal environment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, one thing that we've talked about is a support system and how important that is. So maybe you could go over that as well. You know, um, when you have a client, what you try to recommend to your client for support and, and actually why it's so important that you do that. Okay. Well, one of the things that I found throughout my life and career is if you don't have good support it, it's, it makes it very difficult to stay consistent and get what you want out of what you're trying to do. And that goes for a lot of things. Okay. Not right. just training, but when you're, if you have a spouse or your partner or family member or, or your friends, and they don't really care about you doing training uh, and they don't think it's helpful either because they don't understand it or whatever. Right. Then it can be, it, it, it creates an inconvenience for them if they want to go do something. And I've had this happen a lot. It's like, well, you know, I've, this has already been scheduled, so I'm not going to be able to just do something on the fly. Right, even my wife right. got frustrated from time to time. Like, well, you're not doing, you don't do things spontaneous. Well, okay, that's a different issue than just taking up time for training. Being spontaneous to me was like, okay, well, I need to work on that. But it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with just because I'm training is that doesn't mean I'm not being spontaneous. So this, you know, again, there's so many things that, that come up that can, that can affect your training if you let it. So you got to, again, you're going to be like, okay, I need to make sure that I have support and I have people around me, whether it's a training partner or the spouse. Like my wife is, she's supportive. So, and the kids are supportive. So it was okay. So I had that going for me and it makes a big difference. So just keep that in mind. I I agree with you hundred percent. I think that you have to have that support system. Um, not not yeah. everybody needs it, no, but but it, it is helpful because everybody has a bad day or a bad week or whatever, adversity. So I uh, agree yeah. with you, and I think it is helpful. Um, what did you mean by, by a stable environment to define that? Okay, so the, the things you run into, if you're not able to have a good set schedule and you keep getting interrupted all the time, like, you know, people that – for a career, they're on call. They have to work overtime. That wasn't expected. Uh, they're they're traveling a lot. These are unstable environments to, gotcha. to you know make make your training work, and it it's very tough. So you have to think about all right, if if I'm going to do this kind of career, how can I make it work? And some people have mm-hmm. made, made it work. And I got to tell you, it's it's got to be difficult, but it can work if you have the right mindset for that. And you have the right approach. Mm-hmm. So the bottom line is you're going to need an environment that can let you do the things that are important to you and not make you feel bad or discourage your efforts. And so if you if you got all these things hitting you all the time, it's going to create a challenge for you to, to do the do it the way you want to do it. So right, that, right. that that'll be a tough one, but at the same time, that's where you have to decide, okay, I gotta change things so that at least I have some stability which is actually healthier for you anyways, because it keeps your stress levels more manageable. You, right. you, that's something you want to, you want to work on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, 
kind of running out of time. Uh, do you have any final thoughts here on the segment? Yeah. So by having a good mindset, you're going to, the thing is you're going to figure out ways to make it work. Um, and, and again, not getting so stressed out. And then when you make it work, you're going to stay more motivated because you'll continuously see results. It's when you don't see results and you're dealing with the bad environment, you're dealing with all these different factors, then it'll cause you to quit. But this comes with a lot of things in life. That's no different. You're trying right. to be successful in business. Business is so unpredictable and changes like the weather. You know, you got to be creative uh, and it makes you better but it sucks. <laughs> so Absolutely. there's not an easy way to, to, to say that. So the bottom line is, is to help keep you from stressing, uh, you know, you've got to structure things that, you know, it's going to work for you, but you got to be willing to make those adjustments. And, you know, I've been through a lot of this in the past. And again, don't look at the past, just learn from what you're dealing with. So you make it efficient and effective. Then at the end of the day, when you can do that, people are going to be like, oh, my God, how do you do it? And they're going mm-hmm. to be super impressed. So it's a good thing to do. It's a healthy thing to do. And so that's, that's what we want to make sure is people understand that, you know, if you want to be successful, you're training and get the good results. This is part of it. Absolutely. You know, the one thing I thought of too, Armin, is with your mindset, if you can eliminate as many of the distractions as you can with quality preparation for what you're going to do, for what you want to accomplish, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll alleviate a lot of things where you'll always have a good mindset, right? Absolutely. Uh, I agree 100%, but there, there's still going to be stuff that's going to come up, as right. they say. Right. So right. the better you're prepared, the less stress it's going to kick in to adapt. So that's what we want to make sure people think about. <laughs> Absolutely. So everybody... Get quality preparation for your nutrition plan, your workout plan. Try to plan the whole week in advance so that you know what you're going to do yeah. because you'll set yourself up for success. And, you know, Armin's done that for a long time for all of his clients and very successful. And that is the key. So, Armin, great information. And okay, uh, good. stand by for a quick word from NSP Nutrition. And Armin and I will be right back. NSP Nutrition was founded by Vince Gironda during bodybuilding's golden era. Vince wanted to supply his members with unique and nationally sourced supplements that would help accelerate their progress. NSP Nutrition stocks some of the same products it did when it first began in 1972. And you can discover our entire range of supplements and products at nspnutrition.com. Just use the code NSPSHOW at the checkout and save 10% on your first order. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Echelbarger. Hey, I'm Frank Mills. And before we get started with our fan questions, um, Armin, this is the time that we normally talk about a supplement for NSP. You know, they just get out of the mm-hmm. commercial, but we, we try to talk about things that are real world experience that you and I have experienced. And I got to tell you, um, I just went for my monthly checkup and I got my blood oh, work okay. done, right? And the doctor goes, uh, you know, come back in a couple of weeks and we'll have your blood work for you, blah, blah, blah. And we'll let you know the results of the physical. Okay. Okay. So just the other day I went back to the office and, uh, he goes, Hey Frank, how are you? Good. Feeling good. Whatever. And he's like, Frank, you're 61, right? I said, yeah. And he goes, 
what are you doing um, in your lifestyle as far as like your nutrition and your supplements and stuff like that? Of course, my question is why is something wrong? <laughs> right? Like what? Yeah. What the heck? Right? And no, right. he's like, wow, your all of your blood work is great, and you know your cholesterol is great, and your triglycerides are great, and everything is great. What are you doing? And I said, well, I don't always have a great nutrition plan because I like to enjoy myself like everybody else does, but. I try to prepare quality, good nutritional meals for myself. Um, I take supplements and, um, you know, I try to get good quality sleep. Yeah. And he looks at me, he goes, I wish all of my patients did this. He said, because your blood work is probably for a man in his thirties. And mm -hmm. he goes, I I'm, I'm impressed. He says, uh, so what kind of supplements do you take? Well, I told him NSP nutrition supplements, right? But he was intrigued by the vitamin D and, and that's where I was headed uh, is the vitamin D for the others that are out there. <clears throat> excuse me. He targeted that one as, wow, that's a go-to supplement for me and he's going to purchase some. So, um, why why i brought up the vitamin d is you know in a lot of areas people are still talking about covid people are still getting covid we don't want yeah. to get covid we don't want any more uh outbreaks or any yeah. of that stuff anymore and we all don't get to get out in the sun like we need to every single day and that vitamin d supplement is a quality supplement for your immune system as well right absolutely yep yep for sure so that's why I brought that up. Just wanted to let you know uh, your nutrition plan, your supplement plan uh, made my doctor go, wow, uh, holy smokes, you know? So we'll see what happens with that. All right. Awesome. On to fan questions. Um, this kind of builds on this. You know, um, we got this really interesting email from Elizabeth and her husband, Michael. And they've watched a lot of our shows that we did together with Reality Fitness. But NSP uh, okay. Nutrition, um, when they asked us to do the show for them, we we tried to do things a little more advanced level than we the shows that we had at Reality Fitness were more for everybody, right? For NSP, yeah. it can be for everybody, yeah. but they're a little higher level, right? Yeah. But... Um, the thing that they were talking about is is advice that you've offered in multiple shows about nutrition, about mm -hmm. recovery, about supplementation. And here's a married couple um, that that were not not uh, overweight or anything like that. They were just normal folks, but they felt as they got into their forties, like they weren't having the same energy. Like they would go to Disney and they'd be exhausted by three o'clock. Right. And yeah. so, so they started trying to change things up a little bit. You know, they were a, a fast food family is what they said. Uh, they ate a uh, lot of McDonald's yeah. and Wendy's and they'd go to red lobster and they'd go out to dinner a lot. Right. So they didn't like to cook. Yeah. 
So they started implementing things, meal food plans and service plans, and they would try to eat organic and get organic beef and start to plan the family breakfasts, uh, the family dinners. Now, they still did go out to eat, but not at the level that they were doing. And all of a sudden, they noticed that their kids started doing better in school. They noticed that, um, you know, I'm more alert at work today. And she's like, wow, I'm getting more done on my checklists at home. Uh, They started to see some positive results impact their entire household, uh, their entire family in a lot of different ways. And First, they said a huge thank you to us for all of the shows and all the information that we put forth. But, you know, Armin, this is just a a stamp of validation on quality of life. If you want quality of life, if you want longevity, if you want anti-aging, which is what your message is, that's the plan, right? Well, that's that's what I'm focused on. I mean... You, you you get more out of life that way, right? And you're you're more productive, and you, you just have control. Versus, there's so many people that are out of control on on all, all these areas, nutrition and training. I mean, they, they don't they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So this gives you back control, and that's a good feeling when you know. Okay, I get like you get your lab work back. You're like, oh, everything's working, so I don't have to do a whole lot more, you know. But when you get the right. lab work back and it's not working. Then yeah, you got to roll your sleeves up and relook at well, what am I doing here? That's creating these problems because I got to tell you, unfortunately, the doctor doesn't have the answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're, they're not going to go down that trail because they don't have the answers. They're going to say, "Well, eat right." What the hell does eat right mean? As an example, so yeah, right, that's, right. that's what you have to do. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so another question that we got. Um, nobody left their name on this one. It was really odd, but it was a good question. Uh, we had done okay. an episode, Armin, a while back about <clears throat> wild game, and I can't remember uh, on, okay. on on what show it was, but then you had talked about the liver king too, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So we basically have established that eating wild game is very good for you because it doesn't have all of the stuff in it of what store-bought is unless you're buying organic, yeah. right? It's like the best yeah. game that you could eat. But we had uh, another guy that, that had emailed the show too, and he had lived out in Montana. He, he, he oh, yeah. wild game and that kind of stuff. But for the people that don't have that option, if you live in the city and want wild game, uh, the question was, hey, Armin, I saw your show on the wild game and the liver king where can i buy or where can you recommend somewhere where i can buy wild game online if i have to order it i'm very cautious of what i order because first it's wild and number two i want something that's going to be okay for me to eat he didn't know if you had any suggestions but you know I've seen a lot of things online for bison among many other wild game, but is there anything that you frequent or that you could recommend to him where he could order some wild game? Yeah. On that one, I don't have an answer for that uh, Okay, because there's, unfortunately there's more to it. So, you know, people can't commercially 
harvest game because of limitations. Mm-hmm. So the, you're only allowed to get enough wild game for yourself and maybe your family. So that's the biggest reason. There's going to be limitations on that. So mm-hmm. when we talk about wild game, we're talking about, okay, this is something if you're a hunter or a fisherman or whatever, then maximize your use of those opportunities you know because you only allowed so many turkeys you can you can shoot one turkey okay you can't have you right. can't shoot six wild turkeys so and you know the only thing that would really be considered wild game would be bison which it, it's kind of not necessarily wild game at this point because it's right. commercially raised right but yeah i i don't know if you're going to be able to even because of the limitations, you know, you're only allowed to keep so much of any animal, wild animal that you shoot. And so that's why there's a limitation for it Right. that, that I'm aware of. Now, if there's something I'm not aware of, then maybe some people could chime in and let us know. But uh, that's kind of what, what, what I'm seeing. Well, the thing that I can recommend, because I, I like the outdoors and I do hunt, um, is if you're not an experienced hunter, uh, try to find a friend who is, uh, if oh, not, yeah. Yeah, there that. are hundreds of guides that will take you somewhere where there is wild game, where you can harvest yeah. it legally. Right. Uh, a lot of these places will even divide the meat up and package it for you. So you can take it home well, and true. you can actually do this yourself. Now, uh, it takes a little work to find these places. And, uh, you know, it depends on how serious you are about it, but there are quite a few environments to do this in the state of Florida, as well as anywhere else in the United States. Um, and, and, you know, it takes a little homework on your part to do the research and do this, but, um, I've done it for wild boar. I've done it, you know, for venison and deer, uh, elk and for bear and all like that. A lot of those things you have to have a guide anyway, because you go to an environment that you're not familiar with, it would be yeah. almost impossible, right? You have to be an experienced hunter for that to happen. So that would be my yeah, thought chances, processes. Yeah, your chances of finding one the right way are going to be pretty, pretty tough. Absolutely. Been, been doing it year after year. So yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Not, not, not only actually finding it, but doing it safely and to be oh, yeah. able to have some success, you know, for your time as well. So it, yeah. anyway, hopefully all that helped you guys. Uh, this is the reason why Armin and I do the show. We want to help you, your friends, your family, anybody. If we can make an impact on one person, that's why we do the show. NSP yeah. Nutrition has provided an environment for us to do this, and we greatly appreciate it. And we're always looking for your content for the next segment. So you know, Armin, you and I have been doing this a long time. We've known each other for over three years. Uh, we put forth so much content, but really the importance of it all is who it goes to and how that we can help people, right? Exactly. Yep. So if you got some people you care about and you feel a benefit learning about what we do, Share the show with them because it's going to help. We're here to help people improve their lifestyle, improve their health, improve their physique. And we we have strategies that can help do that, whether it's nutrition, supplementation, or the training, et cetera. It does work. So if people are struggling, help them out and give them some other ideas other than what they're seeing in the other mainstream media. 
<laughs> Absolutely. So to get that information to us, get your phone out, scan that QR code. You can email us or text us, yeah. or you can comment on YouTube on the YouTube channel. Or lots of room to comment there. Or you can email us directly at support at nspnutrition.com. We'll get that data, and who knows, maybe your topic, question, or your idea for a segment will be on our next show. So that being said, hope you enjoyed the show. Armin, thanks again for another terrific show. And join Armin and I next week for a brand new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP show at the checkout. Catch you next time.